rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, it's dark in here. I know. My other light went out, so that's the way it's going to be. My light went out. I turned it on. So, hey, it's a, it's mute mood lighting. This is Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. Unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. Thank you so much for hanging out. This is our regularly scheduled um, Friday night show. Yeah, I, was, I had to think for a second. <laughs> What's today? Um, and we meet here. I'm sorry I'm late, you know, usually in the 8.30 vicinity. Thank you, Jim, on uh, the chat. So the, my the if you're on, because um, Jim is telling me it sounds good, so thank you. If you're on other platforms, you can come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Did, did the music not come through? On uh, Did you guys hear the theme music? You can let me know if that's not working okay yeah we meet here like i said every friday evening this is a, and then we have a show during the week so if you are you know if you can become a patron please do patreon.com slash tara devlin to keep the show going and growing like jim does with his super chat right out of the gate and richard w another great show tara thank you so much Okay, great. Thank you, Jim. See, my producer, an actual producer on the chat. Jim says the music did come through. Good. That's that's an indicator that where some some of the buttons are are set up correctly. So, all right, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Before I be, be continue, let's just uh, before I forget, remember to also support Tara Buster sponsors like APS Radio News. This show is also carried over there on APS Radio News, which is an independent media outlet run by an independent and awesome person with a great heart, a great soul, and a passion to help make the world a better place. That's what we need. We need more of that. We need about a million more. Or or, or more. I mean, to counteract the... Oof. oof. The Republicans. Let's just dive right in. How dis- how how vile! I can't even believe what I'm seeing all the time. <laughs> and the George. Well, we, what I want to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about George Santos again because it, this is fascinating, and it's fun watching because uh, it's great to see the Republicans get smeared with George Santos, and it's also fascinating. You know, Mitt Romney is 100 percent correct. George Santos is a sick puppy. He, oh yeah. So Winston, um, before I begin, let's uh, talk about little Honey, our rescue kitty, who's in in the bedroom. Winston is on the chat asking, "How is the rescue kitty?" Honey is doing great. I'm happy to report. And you know, the only thing I could say is that I wish I had <clears throat> trapped her sooner. See, Honey. I, I didn't I don't know if I told you, but you know, Honey's basically lived on the street for about five years, and uh, when I got to this particular location where I I help uh, manage the community cats, you know, manage manage them like they're, you know, I'm sending them out on auditions or something. 
but they're, uh, yeah, so I volunteer for New York City Feral Cat Initiative, and that includes Trap, Neuter, Return, and we also help the, once you TNR the cats that are outside, you help manage the colonies and also, you know, feed them, and it's part of uh, how, yeah, there's a whole thing, you know, because some people don't like them, right, but if you removed these cats who are vaccinated and fixed and whatnot, mo- other cats will move in and start the whole cycle all over again of breeding, and then you just have to go back in and TNR them again. So, but, but when I got to this location, Honey was already there. So I assumed Honey was a feral cat. I was never able to touch her or pet, you know, pet her or anything. But she, the more I got to know her, the more she she displayed um domestic behaviors so she's she's a she's a fighter she's a survivor that little honey and it's just as i suspected she, she there's no doubt in my mind she's she is a uh, she lived with human beings and she's adorable so she's only been trapped since monday and she's or, she's rolling on her back She's making biscuits, you know. I mean, she's she's still a little um, skittish to where when she rolls over, she's like kind of struggling. Like, shouldn't I be scared or should I roll over all the way? She's it's like she's talking herself out. She's fighting. There's like a battle going on there. Whether she's should she is she safe or not. So I'm happy to report she's she is safe. She's doing well. She has someone that has already claimed her. So she's going to get her teeth. Uh, she's got uh, some rotten teeth that got to get pulled. And she'll probably be here another week uh, and a half. And then we'll see. She might go to another foster and or her forever home. She does need more work. She needs to be, I mean, work meaning that she... She just needs patience, but hey, she's traumatized. That's what. That's what I'm traumatized too. I can relate to her, but I never had. I was never dropped in the middle of nowhere and and told good luck, right? So, I, I don't understand. And the other thing is, I don't know. You, I just wonder if she's abused because if you move your hand fast, you know, I have to move my hands very slow around her. She kind of, you know, she flinches and closes her eyes so it makes me wonder if somebody abused her you know hit her why would you hit uh, I, I mean oh, I don't know I don't know you just don't know so it's just kind of strange you know she's closing her eyes it looks like she's getting ready to like bracing herself to be be hit who knows who knows her story so uh, she's a doll and uh, yeah there you go that's the cat report for the evening. Maybe maybe not, though. Maybe there'll be another cat report. That's what I wish we could talk about, right? Isn't that... If we were living in a world, in a country, that wasn't on the brink of fascism, we would have... Our, our days and nights would be filled with more, um, you know, pursuits like like that. Helping cats helping other people helping who knows you know volunteering 
in ways that it's not just about saving the country from an outright uh, assault on democracy. And isn't that the point, right? Isn't that this is why human beings form governments, right? That's to free up the your your time, so you don't you're not just spending time in uh, you know uh, work working all day. You have times to to pursue other your hobbies, leisure time, hanging out with friends, you know, things that make life worth living. And uh, and government, if it was functioning properly, we wouldn't have to. We wouldn't be in this battle with these assholes. Um, and it, honestly, to call them assholes is to honor them. That that's like giving them a promotion to call them assholes because they are they're, they're I don't even know they're monster they're the assholes on a monster, and it they would be comical if they weren't so dangerous so tonight's uh, show i think what did i call it the gop clown show something about uh gop oh i don't remember gop clowns are uh take destroying america seriously they do uh, and you know where, where do we begin let's start with george santos oh hi junior what the hell I didn't see you sneaking up there. Are you you want to come up now? So um, let's start with George Santos because it never stops. He's 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 a piece of work. We know that. Hi, Junior. Little Tara Junior Junior's here. Everybody. <laughs> That's like as if on cue. He meows into the camera. All right, all right, enough. Stop hogging the show, Junior. All right, where do I begin? So more stuff is coming out about him. Um, he's he's a filthy liar. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Let's start with a small lie. He said that Kristen Cinema spoke with him at the State of the Union and told him, hang in there. All right? And... No such interaction happened. Not that I, I mean, Kristen Cinema is a whatever. She, she's, uh, you know, not my favorite person, to put it mildly. But Cinema's uh, office says this is a blatant lie. George Santos was full of it when he said that she spoke to him. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on, hold on. We'll be right back. That's very loud music there. Carabuster, yeah. All right, we'll be right back, and here we are. I said we'd be right back. I'm a woman of my word. All right, spokesperson for Cinema, Cinema, Senator Kristen Cinema said that the senator did not speak to George Santos, representative of New York, who claimed she told him to hang in there, buddy. Fuck you. Right? Not there's. This is what's so fascinating about him. He is such a sociopath that no- nothing that comes out of his mouth is true. He cannot help himself. This uh, He is a sick puppy, like Mitt Romney said. He needs to be, like they all do, they need to be in some form of treatment center, the entire GOP. They're all suffering from 
of a cornucopia of manias, a basket of deplorable manias, you might call it. But they're all they're all grifters in one form or another. Even when you think about the State of the Union and how Joe Biden uh, masterfully got these scumbags to uh, all agree that they're not going to cut or try to cut Socialist Security and Medicaid. That that is a grift, too. So they've been trying to cut Social Security and Medicare since those programs were enacted. And we will talk about that a little bit down the road here on tonight's Tara Buster. But so the whole performance art of faux rage, like Mike Lee's incredulous... What? You me? You're accusing me of what I can't I can't believe it. That's just outrageous. The the guy who said that he's running specifically so he could pull Social Security and Medicare out by its root? Root and branch? And that who patted himself on the back saying, oh, this is, you know, well, the, the, the pundits and the political pros- procrastinators or whatever the hell uh, say uh, that this is a, this, you're, this is uh, the, the third rail. You don't touch it. But I'm running because I'm strong. I'm very, I'm very strongly going to pull Social Security and Medicare out, root and branch. I'm going to, I'm, see, because that's what Republicans think. They think it's strong to kick down on people, to, to smack, um, you know, any kind, any level of dignity out of people's hands. You know, it's, that's the truth. That's the way it was before social, socialist security and Medicaid, that the number, the primary cause of death for the elderly was hypothermia and malnutrition. Okay? But and rest assured, you know, we know this is this is because Republicans suck, but rest assured that if FDR never passed, if the, if that never happened, if we never had the Social Security Act and then never had Medicaid, that the Republicans wouldn't do a goddamn thing if the elderly were, you know, if we were living in a country where the primary cause of death for elderly were, was uh, hypothermia or malnutrition. They wouldn't do a fucking thing, just like they don't do a fucking thing now for anybody but themselves. They do, uh, I mean, look at the primary cause of death f- for young people today is, is, is it, it's, uh, be, it's gun violence. Am I, am I miss? Am I misquoting this? Let me see. Prime. Let me look this up. Primary cause of. I'm pretty sure this is true. Of death for young people is gun violence, right? Am I wrong? Firearms. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. What a disgrace. What a fucking disgrace. Firearms are the leading cause of death for children in the United States. Wow. But this is one sick country. One sick, sick, sick country, isn't it? 
And that's the way Republicans like it. But they look at look at them. They are sick. They are fucking sick. All of them. And this is a very salty show. If in case you didn't know, so if you're with your kids, it I don't know. I guess you got to get their ears used to it or something. So they live in America. So that's that's disgusting. And then you when these. These filth, you know, GOP, I call them filth, they are they you know, walking around with their AR-15 pens. When the leading cause of death for children in the United States is gun violence. But they love babies. And they want babies to, they love life. They love peepees they want to make sure the babies they they're so concerned about babies they want to make sure they got the correct peepees for the correct meaning whatever republicans think is correct not that it's correct for you who fucking cares you know i've never seen a party that's so obsessed with uh peep with the well peepees the wrong things peepees get who thinks about children's genitals all day, besides Republicans. They're fucking sick. Okay, um, where was I? George Santos. Oh, there's many other, tr- many other truths. <laughs> truths. What am I saying? Lies came out from uh, George Santos. Yeah, besides Kristen Cinema. Hang in there, buddy. Yeah, right. No one wants to go near you except for the most deplorable of the filth, like Perjury Trader Green, like Matt Getz, buying or, or they're not buying into it. They know that he's a he's a grifter like them. That's why they're they're like, hey, high five. If none of this shit came out, you know they'd you know, they they'd have no problem. They they still have no problem. It's the embarrassment of, uh, well, and and are they even embarrassed, though? They have no shame. They all knew that Santos was a liar. They knew it. They It was an inside joke. They would laugh, just like they laughed when uh, discussing that Trump was paid by Russia. Ha, ha, ha. But keep it in the family, they said. I remember that, too. Now that it's coming back to me, when... Um, Kevin McCarthy and Paul Ryan, they were discussing, it was on tape, and they said, I think Trump is paid by Russia. This doesn't leave this room. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's all in the family. Don't, we don't want anybody to know. Ha, ha, ha. And somehow it came out, I guess one of the the, uh, filth leaked it, and then they asked Paul uh, Paul McCarthy, uh, Kevin McCarthy about it, and he said he denied it. He lied about it and said that that is a fabrication. Uh, no such words were said. And then a tape came out. It was in in that order, and they were like, "Well, bitch, there's a tape." And he's and then he had to go with. We were joking. You see how disgusting they are. They have no shame. They're all they're all fucked up, guys. 
This is really the theme of the Terror Buster show every, every time we get together. Republicans are sick. They're unfit. All right, we're back, we're back. So here we go. Here's another um, day in the life of George Santos. George Santos, if that is his name, was accused of issues. And this, this, this crime was, I think, expunged somehow. This is why it didn't come up uh, right away. So George Santos was accused of issuing $15,125 in bad checks for puppies. But the theft charge was dropped after he said his checkbook was stolen. I never met a guy who's got so much, so many, so, so many uh, brushes with the law. So many weird, th- bad things happened to him. He apparently he also had a brain tumor. This is what he said. He claimed to have a brain tumor. George, here, this is from Gothamist. George Santos, his convoluted background and history has taken another curious turn in a March 2020 video episode of the Empire State Conservative podcast, which has since been made private on YouTube. Because, you know, why? Why? You covering up the lies of this dirtbag? Um... Santos tells the host that he battled a brain tumor a couple of years ago. Was that before or after the knee, the double knee surgery, I wonder? Or was it during the COVID lockdown and when he was being evicted? When he was well, squatting in his sister's apartment while she was refusing to pay rent, even though this the city of New York gave her $20,000 to cover it? And uh, w- when was this? I'm trying to put the timeline together. Was it be? I guess it was after he stole the money and killed the dog, the veteran service dog. It's probably after that. Or when he was lying about having 15 properties where, and then going on Twitter to complain about the eviction moratorium, which was the only reason he had a roof over his head. So, um, this is what he said. He battled a brain tumor a couple of years ago. That's kind of like Trump. You know, everything happens, uh, well, everything is going to happen in two weeks. No matter what it is, it's coming in two weeks. I had radiation done, which really, really lowers your immunity in general, Santos said, recounting his experience with COVID-19 in the early days of the pandemic. So he had a pre-existing condition. He he was uh, he had you know he was immunocompromised. He was one, that's another thing he said that he had. He was one of the first people to get COVID, and it must have been brutal for this inspiring survivor who was who who was who had COVID pre-vaccine and also a brain tumor. He is so inspiring. I hope they make a movie of the week out of him. You know, one of these, maybe an after-school special to inspire kids to be like him. Santos's campaign didn't respond to questions about when he was diagnosed, what treatment he received, and where. 
efforts to reach Santos were unsuccessful. And I heard, and um, I've, I got a video, so maybe we'll play the video of him on Newsmax. And the Newsmax commentator asked him about the brain tumor. And he his response is, oh, you know, it's private. I, I don't really want to talk about my private medical fucking lies. Well, I, this guy is, he's sick, you know, and he needs the money. That's the problem. He need this is the most money ever made in his life from an actual paycheck. $14,000 a month? Well, he's not going, he's going to get as many checks as he can until he is dragged off in handcuffs. And he is a convincing liar. It's almost hard to believe how many, how much he lies. That's why he's he's obviously a, a sociopath and a, a con man. And it's it, because people, you know, we, most people aren't sociopaths. And they say that, People tell two lies a day, right? But you're not, you're talking about not, not lies. I, in a, in bright, no, no one's uh, saying, uh, you know, a normal person isn't telling lies like, I, w- I graduated from Baruch on a volleyball, so I had a volleyball scholarship and I lost, two, my, I got two knee replacements because I was so dedicated to the game. And one, and not only that, I won. I helped bring the, the volleyball team to a championship. So, I mean, it might be, I don't know, lies. What kind of lies? Well, whatever. How do they know? Two lies a day. You know, like, uh, how you feeling? I'm fine. You know, maybe you're not fine. Um, maybe that's that counts too. But people just don't lie like this. This is why it's it's a psychological... Uh, condition, but that's it's psychological projection. So people, if you're not a filthy sociopathic liar, you you assume that you're dealing with others who are the same, that they are operating with the same set of emotions, that they aren't lying to you like uh, as easily as they breathe. And yeah, and he's so convincing with it too. And they and the lies keep coming. They they're fast. They come fast and furious. And I think all, it's also the outrageousness of the lies makes you more apt to believe it. Because who would make something up like that? Who would make up? I went to Baruch on a volleyball scholarship, and I have two knee replacements to 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 prove it. When you're when he's thirty four years old, do they even do knee replacements at thirty four years old? I don't. I doubt that the is is there. Are, I guess this is where a, a real producer would come in. Are there? Is that a thing with volleyball players? They get knee replacements. Like is it is is there an actual champion? volleyball player that has knee replacements that's how dedicated they are i doubt it it's just so it's it's crazy all right during a roughly um hour-long interview COVID said he got COVID 19 COVID said santo said what is wrong with me i can't read i'm getting dyslexia late in life 
Santo said he got COVID-19 in March 2020 and thought the response was blown up, noting that although his underlying health conditions would have made him more susceptible to serious illness, he was fine. So don't, what, what are you blowing this out of proportion? You, you million plus de- dead people, you million plus premature corpses. I'm fine. And there you go, because the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled to the brim with Republicans. And even though, I mean, he's a a scumbag and doubtful he got COVID and, you know, he wants the attention. But to spread that lie, to say, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. How many people did he kill? The fucking sociopath. But you see how Republicans are? They don't give a shit. They don't care about anybody else but themselves. If they they need to lie about their mother, the death of their mother, they need to they need to make it up to to milk sympathy out of the out of the dumbasses. That's what they do. They're shameless. So if they need to make up a lie that and also simultaneously endangers others you know that's that's absolute political malpractice on their part and this is i always say that this is what republicans are they they commit political malpractice because they're not trying to serve their constituency they they're they're trying to exploit them and us if you are a servant if you're working for the people you you don't want anybody to needlessly die. You're not going to tell them lies that might put them in danger, insidious little lies. You're going to tell them like it is. But it goes to right to the top. The the fish rots from the head down. That's Trump talking to uh, Woodward or whatever. Uh, you know what's Bob Woodward. And uh, telling him how serious and how dangerous COVID was and is. And then uh, and the other breath coming out and telling people to uh, basically do what George Bush told everybody to do. Go shopping. Who cares? It's nothing. It's a flu. Maybe drink some bleach or something. Who cares? And people did drink bleach. I wish they would all do it. I would, you know, I mean, legally and peacefully. They should all just do what Trump tells them to do. Drink bleach. Leave us alone. Anyway, I wish they would rapture the fuck out of here already. That's what I, I do wish that. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be beautiful? That's life is beautiful for us. All right. This is Tara Devlin. Be right back. Oh, hello, Junior. Okay, so I am susceptible. Here's here's uh, the filth, George Santos, talking about him him being. You know, he's uh, he's an inspiration. It's like Brian's song. Remember that movie, and the story of a football player got cancer or something like that. Brian's song was a big, famous, inspirational movie. I think he died at the end though. I'm susceptible to cancer, he says. It's in my DNA, right? So I'm not going to say I'm the healthiest person out there. 
but I'm not one of the most healthy. He doesn't make sense. I'm reading that verbatim. Said the Republican, adding that all that all he needed to recover from COVID-19 was to use an inhaler for three days. Because it's all about you and lie, lie, lie. I'm just shocked that the proportion that this has been blowing up because I'm the perfect candidate, you know, RIP. And it's just and it just didn't happen. That's a that's a quote a verbatim. In the latter half of March 2020, New York was averaging hundreds of hospitalizations from COVID-19 a day and an average of two do- dozen deaths per day, which ballooned to thousands of hospitalizations and hundreds of deaths a day by mid-April. But yeah, it just keeps getting better and better. And as, oh, uh, let's, let's play the, let's play the video from Newsmax. I know, right? Newsmax. They're very upset that AT&T took them off their platform, but good, good. The, The fact is, if fascists are upset, that means we're doing it correctly. All right. That's, that's when you are like, okay, that's the tell that you're on the right track. So here we go. I love this open. Eagles, stars. He, There he is. Who's this dude? He's in the military. There's Mount Rushmore. Truth. A flag, eagles, a star. George Santos, congressman from New York. He's a Republican and probably the most famous member of the House of Representatives right now. They're obsessed with him. Brandy obsessed. Thompson, yeah. From, oh, wait. Obsessed. We'll no, no reason. Yeah. You know, we're just obsessed with him because we're so we're scared of him. He's such a fighter. Like Matt Getz says, they, yeah, I know this town and they come for the fighters. I wish. Do they come for the grifters? Santos, Republican of New York, Long Island specifically. Look at this, a decisive victory over a well, very well in fact, I was reading something about George Santos's decisive victory. He benefited from the gerrymandering. I don't know if you guys I don't I, I'm not sure if I can explain it properly cuz I didn't absorb it completely, but I read something and perused it really that George Santos benefited from the because the democrats redrew the map of new york in new york and the and the and tom swazi's district was a solidly blue district but the district that george santos ran on it and it happened right in the middle of the race so he it actually got more republican and so even though it's still called District 3, he, it is not an overwhelmingly Democratic district anymore. So that, that doesn't surprise me, you know, this is how it is. There's no corporate media mouthpiece ever really gives you the full backstory. It's like Ron DeSantis in Florida. So they 
go with all the time. He trounced, you know, Florida is now a red state. It's officially went from purple to red because of jo- of uh, Ron DeSantis and neglecting to to tell the audience that he he that Ron DeSantis himself literally drew the maps to make Florida a red state. They did it deliberately. They carved out solidly red districts and eliminated de- uh, Democratic districts, completely eliminated them, absorbed these districts, chopped them up and absorbed them into overwhelmingly Republican districts, thereby nullifying the votes of Democrats. And they did it deliberately. This is Ron DeSantis. He it wasn't a suggested map. It was this is the map you're taking it. And then the fucking Florida legislature just bowed to the fascist dirtbag. So give me a break. I'm yeah. I, I this is why I ask you to just to support this show and others like it, like Robin Kincaid, Head On Radio, Mike Malloy. Because they don't give you the full story on the corporate media. And in fact, it's part of the problem, as we know. And that is part of the problem. And I never forget another, just an aside, when I was watching Meet the Press one day and Chuck Todd said, they were talking, this is before the midterms, right? This was as the midterms, it was a ramping up to the midterms. And they were discussing the, the coming red wave, which thankfully didn't materialize, but the um, Chuck Todd said uh, that, and it was, and it was a throwaway line. He said that not only does you know, these polls or whatever up in the polls, down in the polls, that don't they're not they're not looking good for Democrats, but the Democrats have to overcome a ten percent deficit in in the electorate or something like that meaning he um meaning the the that he was he's referring to the fact that democrats have to receive even more votes because of gerrymandering they have to so that's how we get um you know trump and george w bush and all these republican presidents who receive fewer votes but still squat in positions of power this happens down ballot as well because of gerrymandering and the way it, it it just infuriated me because there is this here's this corporate media this this show the longest running television show in history and they throw out the statistic without with no context as if it's a that's the way it's supposed to be that democrats sh- have this 10 per, 10 point disadvantage in the polls or in the electorate so that they must overcome so these were all the headwinds at the um facing democrats in the mid midterms including the fact that they have to not only get the most votes they have to get an overwhelming amount of it's not just you know, one person one vote they the democrats have to get millions more votes and we know in my lifetime not too long ago uh, when the republicans were in the ma- majority the democrats had received over a million more votes 
than the Republicans, and they were still in the, in the minority. So how much longer are we going to take this shit? This is the problem. They're, the Republicans, they're not a majority party. They are, they never meant to be. This is why the, the, this, this country is a clown show. They're not fit. They cannot, they, they cannot lead. They're not supposed to lead. The, you know, conservatism, if, uh, if it was up to them, we'd still be living in friggin' caves. And you better believe that when the first progressive walked out of the cave, there was a Republican there screaming about some other bullshit. Maybe talking about somebody's pee-pee or something. Tell, I'm sure. You better believe it. Oh. All right, so when they say that George Santos literally you know, trounced his opponent and turned this district to red, 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 whatever, um, there's a bit more nuance to the story. There's a little bit more context. The opponent, and that blue district went to red. <laughs> uh, that was one hell of a victory. Now, ever since he's got to Congress, however, well, certain questions have been raised. Uh, we're familiar. We'll get to those in a moment. But uh, look at the media attention. Look at this that. And he loves it. Congressman, it's pretty wild. And Listen to that. What is that horn they're playing? It's, a, it's this fanfare. As if this is something that should have uh, fanfare. This con man being chased by reporters. Look at all that media around him. Because he's a grifter. He killed a goddamn service dog for $3,000. On top of everything else he did. He's a liar. He didn't go to any college. He didn't graduate from college. At all. Every, and everything else. He didn't pay his rent. He stole checks. He's wanted in Brazil. For God's sake. All right. All right, let's continue with this. Once again, Congressman Santos, welcome to Newsmax. Here we go. Greg, thank you for having me. You bet. And actually, I'm first off curious. How are you? How are you? Shut up. Bitch. And how are you able to get anything done with all those people uh, <laughs> shadowing you? What's he getting done? He's not on any committees. Who the fuck is calling his office? That's what he keeps saying that he when they ask him what he's doing, what he's working on. He's like, I'm working on constituent services. I have people calling my office there. Why are they calling you? No one's calling you. Name names. Nobody's calling you. In fact, when. Apparently, when you try to get George Santos, his calls are being redirected to other representatives. Well, he's not doing shit. He's going, oh, you know what he went? He went to some karaoke bar. He likes, this is, this is the problem. He is a sociopath. He is, this is a dream come true to him all of the attention and he's so sick i guess he thinks he's gonna he's gonna parlay this into something because in, i think is it in this interview now it's i think he said oh yeah in this interview he says well, well we'll get to it but he said i thought this was the country where you can 
say, I'm sorry, and all is forgiven. You're, I mean, the sickness is to the bone in this fucking Republican Party. Are you able to get anything done given the pressure and the attention uh, that you're facing right now? You know, Greg, a lot of people have opinions and a lot of people want to say a lot of things. Here's, here's the reality. I'm human. I've made mistakes. I've made peace with those mistakes and I've come clean on those mistakes. You have? Um, I thought we were the nation. Oh, here it is. Country of, you know, repent and ask for forgiveness and move forward. Is that how you work? You just lie your way into a job and then when they catch you before, you know, basically you've even been sworn in. And when they catch you, you just say, hey, I thought this was the country of forgive and forget. It's if you are sincere. You know, um, he is he hasn't shown an ounce of sincerity. He's not he's not sorry. He's sorry he got caught. That's why he's blaming the media. And if you were really trying to make amends, you would fucking resign. That's what he would do. He would resign and how you amends is an action. And those who are in recovery know this. If you if you're in the community of recovering people, we were talking about it the other night. If you are truly sorry and you want to change your ways, what would happen? He would go to Brazil and take care of his his arrest warrant. He would pay the fine, pay the dues, pay, and whatever what, take whatever lumps he's got to take. That's how you clean it up. That's how you make amends. He would make amends. Do the same thing here. Where did you get seven hundred thousand dollars? Stop lying. What's all this one hundred and ninety nine dollar expenses on your on your? Uh, campaign finance the uh, curiously one dollar below the 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 amount that requires you to show receipts how stupid do you think we are so on yeah uh, um, jim on the on the chat says aren't humans supposed to have a conscience that's what they are these people are sick though they are sick there's a high incidence of sociopathy in the upper uh, executives and uh, CEOs in corporate America. We know that. And there's a high inc incidence of sociopathy in the GOP. There's no doubt in my mind they, they need to do a study on that because they've done studies on CEOs and executives in corporate America, and there's a lot of goddamn sociopaths. But I thought we were the, the country where you just say sorry, and then you get to keep your $170,000 a year salary doing nothing. He does nothing. He's not doing anything for the, for the betterment of society. This is a fucker who was wearing an AR-15 pin. And vote, and he mentions it in this video, where um, he's, you know, the votes he's taken, including t uh, voting to take Ilan Omar off her committee seats. How dare he? He's not fit to say her name. He's not fit to kiss her ass. 
lion piece of waste. The problem is the media fanfare around me continues. Yeah, it's just to the media. Meanwhile, I'm in my office. I'm taking meetings. I'm answering constituent calls. No, and you're not. I'm signing on to a, a litany of um, bills on the house, and we're writing bills out of my office already that are sitting with ledge council. Get the hell so, out of here! As everybody must be wondering at home if I'm getting things done. You betcha, we're getting things yeah, done. Yeah, right. And we're pretty proud of the work we're putting forward. I was hired. I was hired <sighs> by the 122,000 people who elected me. To no one wants you. No one. See, if you were sorry, you would resign. If you if you had any decency, he would resign. If he had any honor, if he had any dignity, if he was truly sorry, he would resign and he would stop lying because the the lies never stop. And in just that 30 seconds of video, we were inundated with more lies where he's patting himself on the back and not taking any responsibility. It's not you. It's not that these stories keep coming. It's the media. It's that they're telling the truth about you. People are finding out the truth about you. They're digging into your past. They're talking to your roommates, ex-boyfriends, whoever. The other thing, he keeps saying he's married. Where's his husband? He's not married. He said he got married to this guy and uh, Pedro, something like that. My, uh, my husband, Pedro. And we played a video of Pedro, an ex, and that was his ex-boyfriend, unless he's got the same name. Where's his husband? He's full of shit. And also, the other thing about George Santos now, too, now that I'm saying this, he was married, let me see, Pedro Santos. Why did, he, was, he was married to a woman. And he got married or something like that to his, whatever, Pedro, or announced an engagement to Pedro while he was still married to a woman. And I have to say, I wonder if this had anything to do with immigration. So is he an American citizen, this guy? Is he, did he, and if for some reason he got married to a woman, who was this woman? Where is she? Did they do it for any uh, some kind of immigration thing for her or him? And if that's the case, uh, he committed fraud yet again. And that needs to be looked into. Hurry up. What's you know what's so frustrating about this country and living during this time? It's like it's what the f hurry the fuck up. Justice Department. I, I mean, come on. Trump is still walking free. This guy, how, uh, what's it going to take? Don't give me the shit that you, you got to dot all the, the, the I's and cross all the T's and all this other shit. This is George Santos. Come on. Justice Department, hurry up. How, it's not going to be that hard to uncover where the $700,000 came from. They have forensic accountants at the friggin' FBI. They, you th and this is George Santos. He's not a, a supervillain. He's a, he's a sociopath.
It can't be that hard if we're finding out one thing after another about him. It's so why? Why is he where? I mean, why don't we know about the $700,000 yet? Right? Why don't we know? Why is this so hard to figure out? Follow the money. If, you know, isn't there a trail of of where you have to, you know, if you have $700,000 in the bank, where, like there's there should be a trail where it came from. It came from a check. It came from a wire transfer. Well, where? Did it come from this country? Did it come from Russia? Where'd the wire come from? There's, I mean... I don't know. Don't you think? Jesus Christ. If I fucking am, you know, uh, I don't know. You, you know, they hit you with all kinds of dinging for late fees or whatever the fuck. Like, you know, you know, it's everything is traceable now. So what's taking them so long? Exactly, and $199.99? How many times? All right, this is Tara Devlin. Hello, hello. Unapologetic liberal talk. Let's go back to George Santos. We're listening to George Santos on Newsmax. Spew more lie after lie after lie. Deliver on a conservative agenda, and that's exactly what I'm exactly. doing. And you can expect to see nothing but conservative policy coming out of my office while the media spirals out of control. <laughs> the media, and you see what I mean? Cooperation. He's, he's, he's not sorry. He's blaming. He's following in Trump's footsteps because he thinks it works for the, for the super con man. It works for the, the dim leader, the, the Fuhrer, the dumb Fuhrer. Why can't it work for me, George Santos? From colleagues, uh, certain colleagues, Republicans have said they really want nothing to do with you. Famously, we had that situation with you and Mitt Romney. But how are they treating you? So, look, I know a lot of people uh, think that the sentiment of the six freshman members of Congress from New York is the sentiment of the entire delegation of the entire Congress, and that's just not true. The reality is I won by a decisive margin. I had a very expressive, decisive victory. Some of my colleagues didn't afford the same type of margins. And so what? And they the political game. They're, I don't Piece blame of, them. This oh, is that it? Oh, they're jealous of you. I see. It's not that you're you're a complete fabrication, fraud, and grifter. It's that everyone's jealous of you. It doesn't matter whether if somebody won by how you know fifty something percent margin to forty something percent. That is incidental. There's still representatives of the United States, right? There's still congressmen and women. It doesn't, it counts. It doesn't matter. Look at, look at Lauren banned from the bowling alley, Bobert. She won by 500 votes. That counts too. So, so his excuse is that they're, everyone's jealous of him. You see what I mean? He hasn't learned a thing. And he's never going to learn. 
I can't wait. Can't we get to the end of the story? You know, this is what I, I mean, you know, I, I, when I was out in, um, when I was, uh, in my active addiction, let's say when I was out there drinking and drugging and whatnot back in many, many moons ago, before I got clean, I remember I used to go to a lot of psychics, you know, because I wanted to, I, I wanted to know what was going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, is it going to get better? What's going to happen? Right. And I, I feel like I want to do that here because this is, this is traumatizing. I want to know what's going to happen. Is he going to get what's coming to him? This is the problem with this country and in general, I think, in human society that do these fuckers ever get what's coming to them? And I think that's what's so frustrating about being alive during this time is for watching Trump get away with everything, including an insurrection against the United States and then crying and whining and running again. He's, he's going to run again. He is running again. They would make him their standard bearer, and millions of people are going to vote for him. Right? Incredible. But do uh, is there any accountability? If any one of us stepped out of line... Now, if, we, if anyone, let's say, went for a job and lied about our credentials... And they found out about it. They made you an offer, let's say, and you were going to start on Monday. And then they found out on Sunday night or even at 7.30 in the morning while you're on the commute to your 9 a.m. show-up time, whatever the hell. And they found out that you, no, you didn't get, you didn't go to school. You didn't, you didn't graduate. You didn't even go to, to go to college. They, you, you would be done. It, your offer would be rescinded. It would you would be persona non grata. You wouldn't get to continue to to get a paycheck for nothing. Oh well, hey, I'm here. You offered it to me, but that's why this is such an insult. This is an insult to America. This fucking guy. That, that's why I want to know what's going to happen. Is he going to get what's coming to him? I'd rather I I just want to get to the part where we're we're talking about the Netflix series about this douchebag and he's in prison. He needs to go. It's uh the 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 fact that he's blaming the media and pulling Trump's playbook says it all. He hasn't learned anything. He's not sorry. Because he cannot be sorry. And this is part of how sociopaths get away with abusing decency and decent people and take advantage of people. Because we assume that, you know, they have feelings like us. That they are capable of of being ashamed and saying sorry and... You know, because they feel you, they know what you feel because they have empathy and uh, they've seen the light or whatever. Yeah, we assume that others share the same feelings that we do, but he does not. He's not 
capable of being sorry. Not in the least. And you better believe that I'm telling you, it does. So he, he understands. It's, it's like uh, Candace Owens, who started out as a liberal, all right? Like they all do. Not all, but some of them. They start out, when they do the liberal thing, they realize the money, the money's not in liberal talk or liberalism because you're fighting against the big moneyed interests and you're fighting for the American people. You actually are the, uh, you know, fighting for the people. They, the Republicans like to talk about the people and all this other shit. They hate the people. The people are dumb. The people are suckers. They like the people as much as parasites like the hosts from which they suck profit. So that's the relationship that Republicans have to the people. So Candace Owens started as a liberal. She, had, she started a liberal blog or something. and She started a liberal something and realized pretty quickly her... her uh, her transformation could give you whiplash. She went from a liberal to to a right winger. I guess she realized that because she has darker pigment, that also made her more marketable in the right wing, you know, spheres because they they love they love uh, anybody who's a, has darker pigment or falls into a minority group that they attack because they use. Uh, these people as human shields for their bigotries and their hatred, and they they point to them. It's like when George W. Bush said uh, they said something to him. One of the this was back in the day. They of course when he was in the squatting in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, and they they said something about him being racist or something. And he said, whatever they call me or they accuse me of racism, I just uh, point to Condi Rice. Yes, because uh, there you go. Human shield. Human shield. That's all. Republicans are. You know, they, they use people. Everything is, uh, you know, it's transactional. Selfish. All right, we're talking about George Santos. This is Tara Devlin, Unapologetic Liberal Talk. If you can, support the show at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Come on over to youtube.com slash for channel slash Tarabuster and, and like and subscribe, all that stuff. Give the show a good review on iTunes. This helps keep the show going and growing. Okay. Also support our sponsors like APS Radio News. And let's keep going with George Santos. People do what they got to do. I don't hold ill will against him. I don't hold any of this personal. I understand the nature of the beast. I'm not a political animal myself. So I just focus on getting the job done. He's and like doing Trump. What I have to do. If they want to go ahead and join with Democrats and attack their fellow Republicans, yes, here we so go. Be it. that's their prerogative. The voters are going to see for themselves what they think is more productive. If it's getting an agenda passed or if it's attacking your fellow oh my Republican, God. if it's unseating Ilhan Omar from a committee where she has no place to be on or is if it attacked how does that affect gas prices you piece of shit how does that affect um the price of eggs i know that you know republicans because the this is the greatest economy in fucking 50 years or whatever the hell the i mean the unemployment rate the job creation that that uh, is just astounding and what else do they have 
You know, they got nothing. So uh, they going to pull, they pull Elon Omar off her committee for, for something she said six years ago, by the way, and apologize for immediately. But yes, let's all, I, you know, to quote George Santos, I thought this was the country where if you make a mistake, you could, you apologize for it. Why are you making a big deal out of it? You know, she apologized. And has she repeated her behavior? That's the true uh, marker of ha- of whether someone's actually sorry. Do they continue to repeat the behaviors for which they had to apologize? I, I, in this interview itself, the lies don't stop. So, come on. I thought this was the country where you can apologize and everybody just moves on. Well, not if you're Ilan Omar. Right? Not if you're Ilan Omar. These sons of... I hate these people. You know what I mean? I really do. I should be a better person, but I do hate them. I And, and I, I don't want, I don't wish them ill. I just want them to rapture the fuck out of here. Uh, but I want, I want them to get health care and get help. You know, I want them to go to a shrink and stop wasting their limited lifespan being scum, being parasites, being monsters, just hating people, separating people. I want them to stop inflicting their manias on society. But, yeah, I I can't. I cannot. I can't take it. I think this is kind of what we're experiencing. We're seeing for the first time, we're getting a lot of transparency and coverage in Congress, you know, with the obsession that has become covering anything and everything I do. (sighs) Of the obsession, everything and anything, it's because... It's it's fascinating. The level of sociopathy. It's not because you're I mean, you're not fascinating. You're as basic of a bitch as they go. But the balls, baby, the balls. You're a grifter. It's it's fascinating to have an outright con man take advantage of the system and this is the problem. The, this system is built for grifters. And we got to do something about that. I've said it for you. I wish that people would listen to me. You know what I mean? Because money in the pol- in politics is the root of this evil. If we didn't have money in politics, th- these grifters would would flee from politics. They would go inflict their manias somewhere else. But this is the case here, and it attracts, especially the Republican Party, when there's no consequences. It's clear that that uh, George, whatever, Katara, whatever the fuck his name is, is following Trump's lead on everything. You know, don't take responsibility. Blame the media. Uh, point fingers, you know, what aboutism? When they ask you where your $700,000, this mysterious payment that you gave yourself, you you say, well, it didn't come from Burisma. You know, point fingers. What about, what about, what about? Don't answer the question. 
and then say the me it's just this obsession with me why is everybody so obsessed with me i'm working i'm doing things i'm getting things done the phones must be ringing off the hook but they're ringing off the hook to say get the fuck out resign resign con man all right now listen you say you apologize and you, you're sorry and uh you want to get to work but i want to ask you about um well joe biden oh, joe God. biden famously lied throughout his career um specifically early on about his educational credentials and if joe biden were here well i'd want to know and anybody who was around back then he could have been oh this then. this is incredible about you, uh, Congressman, respectfully, is that if you will lie about the small things, of course. Maybe See, look at look at the um, you know they they populated the this graphic with with things I guess that Joe Biden supposedly said. And why is corn pop? Let me see. You see right there. I'll point to it. How do I get up there? Corn pop the fuck is corn pop doing there that's a thing corn is a stupid story that he told corn pop is a very bad dude this is on there i mean this is this made the list of lies and i hadn't had time to go and google all of this he graduated at the top of his class, full academic law school scholarship. I don't know. See, I was I started looking this stuff up. I know that Joe Biden used to lie and would he he stopped um, one of his earlier presidential campaigns. He had to bow out because he had plagiarized from speeches. But uh, as far as this, uh, they 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 keep trying to say that George Santos is doing it, doing the same thing that Joe Biden did. But not really, though. Because I, Joe, Joe Biden, he didn't get a full academic law school scholarship, things like this. He got a half a scholarship. Okay? Things like that. So I was looking it up. He, if you want to say embellished his resume that's what he did he embellished it like george santos assumed you know that he says you know he embellished his resume when he completely made shit up so he went to law school though he went to these schools and joe i mean uh, joe biden went to the schools so he's not you know he's he embellished a lot of shit you know whatever um, to to compare the two of them, it's there's no comparison. Number of trips to China, number of meetings with Xi. He lied about that. Who fucking cares? Shot at overseas. Did he did did he say that? Did Joe? That was Hillary, right? Biden say he was shot at overseas. Joe Biden. Let's see. 
Biden did not offer a detailed conviction. He later revised the claim, saying that I was near where a shot landed. Whatever. You know, he's he embellished. Ain't no harm, no foul. Look at George Santos. Whatever. But the thing is, see, you know, I was not a big Joe Biden fan, I think. But I'm impressed with him. He's doing great, I think. I I, I would prefer a more um, unapologetic progressive, of course. But for what I, you know, thought he was going to be, it's night and day. He's not channeling uh, Ronald Reagan. You know, gone are those days, thank God. So whatever. And, uh, but it goes to show you yet again that Republicans, whataboutism, they never learn. You see, they're all George Santos. The fact that someone at Newsmax had to create this graphic and they had to fill it up so much that they had a, they, uh, they included corn pop in the graphic. Give me a break just goes to show you they learn nothing and you know the other thing is um we're not talking about joe biden we're talking about joe george santos so you know commit a crime and then get arrested let's say and go in front of the judge and say well so i murdered her so what you know a lot of people murdered look at uh you know joe over there Bonnie murdered somebody. Is that how you get off? That's how you you get out of things? You take no responsibility? You create a graphic that says uh, corn pop. See, I'm like, uh, it's, I, I'm not doing anything that Joe Biden hasn't done. Well, did Joe Biden take $3,000 from a veteran and kill the veteran's dog? Did Joe Biden graduate from law school? Yeah, he did. He went to school. He went, you know, did Joe Biden, is Joe Biden, uh, did he steal checks? Is he wanted in Brazil? Did he steal somebody's Burberry scarf? Did he steal from his roommates? Did he take advantage of the eviction moratorium and then tweet, uh, why can't I get my rent for from my 13 properties because of this eviction moratorium when will it end oh the humanity i mean joe biden we're not talking about joe biden we're talking about you how you lied to your constituents and fabricated an entirely fictitious persona jewish Volleyball scholarship, knee replacements, brain tumors, first to get COVID in New York. Scumbag. He spoke to the inventor of insulin. Bo died in Iraq. Fuck you. He's, he, he died. I mean, I can tell you, you know, that's, he died from Sort of like what George Santos likes to say, that his mom, who survived 9-11 and then died a few years later, meaning 16 from 9-11 illnesses when she wasn't even in the country, 
But Bo Biden was exposed to those burn pits. But okay. Oh, I hate these people. Lie about the big things. And Joe Biden, we know he's lied about everything. He has. He he did go to college, though, right? That spans 47 years. That's just to give you some some perspective. That's 13 years longer than I've been alive. I'm 34 years old. Oh, my goodness. He spent a litany of his of his entire political life making false promises on campaigns. And then and what has he done? Once he gets elected. $35 insulin, great jobs report. You know, he's not leaving people behind. He's not trying to kick people off of Socialist Security and Medicaid. Not like you. You're voting for all that shit, right? You you would vote for whatever. You're walking around with an AR-15 button. Dirtbag. So that's very different than what... Look... I come from a tough background. I come from a tough upbringing. I might have yeah, made some sure. stupid decisions and I regret them. And I say this to everybody watching at home. Don't do, don't do that. Don't you do know, that. Be better. Be, be best. And I'm doing that. I'm working hard to regain the trust of the vote. Yeah, do, working so hard. That's why I'm pointing fingers everywhere, to everybody but myself uh, and following the Trump playbook. And continuing to lie to your face during this interview. ...who sent me here so they understand that nothing about my campaign, my pro my propositions of, of what I would do <laughs> as a member of Congress were a lie. And if you look at my, my voter card and my score... Oh, well, that's, that's that makes word. all the difference. Biden, on, the, on the other hand, has done an entire career of gaslighting the American people. Really? So Congressman, there are a lot of... I mean, Joe Biden has done more good for the American people in one year than you could ever do in a, in a thousand lifetimes, you filthy grifter. People who share your values. Hannah Montana, I forgot about, about that. You know, the conservative agenda. Uh, but you got there, apparently. Well, actually, I want to ask you, why You see, it's you... better than, and this is what I was saying, when George Santos and, uh, was elected and then Herschel Walker, when the, when the Republicans run all these horrible people, um... You know, when, when if they had it their way, it would just be a matter. First of all, they're trying to destroy democracy, as we know. So get rid of these pesky elections and we'll go through the motions of having an election. That's what that's what they're trying to get to. So um, it doesn't matter, you know, who 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 they put up. You, you know, the, the fix is in before before you even get to the voting booth. And they, why don't they just run a fucking cardboard cutout of a of somebody? Just just say if you're if that's all you are, if character doesn't matter, if integrity doesn't matter, nothing matters ex that except that you are a Republican. Then just let people vote for R's or D's. Then you know you have this many votes on the R side, or you have this many votes on the on the D side. And if it doesn't matter, why are we voting for people? That's the way they want it. You know, if you're just a hollow shell of a scumbag squatting in your office despite being a completely disgusting crook, and, you know, if that's all it takes, then and nothing else matters, right? Then whatever. Just run, run a cardboard cutout deceive people why did you um 
lie about college, lie about your experience at Goldman Sachs. And here we go. What was motivating you? I'm really curious. Was it, did you feel insecure? Were you trying to fool people? Did you think somebody who wasn't a college graduate might... That's right. Stephanie on the chat said, if not for Mansion and Cinema, we would have been able to do more and probably kept the house in the midterms. Absolutely. Because the voting rights, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act that Cinema and Mansion wipe, you know, spit on, uh, outlaws gerrymandering. would put an end to it. It would make elections fair but republicans can't have that they don't you see what i'm saying they don't like democracy they they're not trying to make this a more perfect union they want their fingers on the scale until they can destroy democracy for good not be able to get into congress there are a lot of deceptions here you'll admit and you have said you're sorry but what was motivating you so I want to set the record clear about my work experience. I never lied. I, I never worked what? for Goldman Sachs or Citigroup directly, but I did work through uh, you see? contracts for those firms. Bullshit. In the management of a limited you never worked on a contract for anybody. You see, he keeps lying. He's saying because he's sticking to this, his devolder group lie. That's his supposed uh, capital finance fucking show, you know, where he... From uh, what he says, he that's where he got his $700,000 by working from his own mind or something like I mean, he literally said, you know, this gibberish about where he gets his money from. And he's saying that this Devolder group works with Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Prove it. Prove it. He's got nothing. In fact, the Devolder group, what he's claiming was only incorporated the year he started running for office. So he's full of shit. Again, I, I mean, I know you're surprised. Partners in general, partners relationships um, through, a, through a series of uh, cap introduction right, Congressman, I, I respect- Cap I, introduction? If you don't mind, Congressman, I have to jump in. I, you understand though, the net effect was, dece was deceptive. And I do want to get, in, yes, people exaggerate on their resumes oh and embellish. But there are some items here uh, that seem to go beyond that. And I'm just wondering, and we'll talk about Mitt Romney and what happened there, and I do think that God has his hand in everything, but what was motivating you? What were you, tr was, it, was it insecurity? Brian Williams famously got caught in a bunch of lies and he said, look, I was trying to be something I wasn't because I felt insecure. What was going on inside you? Look, Greg, here's the deal. I would have never gotten the nomination from Nassau County GOP if I had not concluded college. That was really the main driver. Isn't that incredible? Of the, of the nature of their politics over there, it's, it's just... See, he's the victim. He would never have gotten the nomination if he didn't complete college, and that's why he lied. And the way he presents it is that he's the victim there. It's because of these big bosses and party rules... You see, it would it takes it would take work to complete college. So so go fucking complete college. But that takes work. That takes dedication. And he was too busy coming up with the latest scam, killing dogs, stealing checks. 
All right, I can't believe this is the end of the terror. I mean, uh, the progressive voices part of the show. Jesus, end of the terror? Maybe it is. Uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash devil and check out APS Radio News, Terror Buster sponsor, and we will win. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Go to youtube.com slash c for channel slash terrorbuster. Watch the rest of the show. And you will be glad you did. Or subscribe at Apple. You know, all that stuff. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. All right, let's get back. I can't believe. I'm so sorry. I The show goes by so fast. On Saturday. I mean, on Fridays. Plain and simple, right? So I... I made that bad decision. I stand by my work experience. I, I walk the walk. I talk the talk. I know what I'm doing. Bullshit. Uh, I, I have that through a career of success. And Bullshit. A basement apartment. To oh, my God. And everything in between. Life. Coming from a basement apartment to being a member of Congress through a, uh, a, a, a landslide of lies. Oh, I can't take it wasn't kind the journey wasn't easy no uh, i've taken some Poor sacrifices boo-boo. and some hits in the face like i said I it's brian's to song confidently that to say that i deceived and did and you ever know that you're my hero spin that the nassau county gop wants to oh yes everyone's day. picking on you, you as you know new york politics it's pretty simple. oh yeah oh it's doggy dog except well dog and this is what's going not service dogs did you survive a brain tumor? Um, I had my own personal medical uh, issues uh, in the past, and I, I don't feel I need to go into details, but yes, I did have uh, All right. an, an, an acute tumor. Of, this is what concerns Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. I, I, it's beyond. You'll have to admit, you're a critic of Joe Biden, so am I, but it's very Biden-esque to take a kernel of truth and make it into a possibly more appealing story Did you have a brain tumor? I had, yes, I did have an acute tumor. Um, it was, uh, the same time I had COVID and my knees, I had no knees. I had no knee, no, nothing from the knee down. And so what? I, I don't feel like I should get into it. Did you have ovarian cancer? That's a concern. If you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about how you funded your campaign for Congress. There is a bit of a question mark about how you made your money. He should have pushed that. He should have pushed that. You had a brain tumor? Um, I mean, yeah, I should. And that was his mind, like, going, like, should I, what should I say? Should I lie? Should I say, should I come clean? Should I, should I? And he, he chose to stick with the lie. That's what that was about. All that humming, 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 humming. If you had a fucking brain tumor, you wouldn't have to humming, humming, humming. Right? If someone said, uh, Tara, well, let's see, what have I had? I had, uh, I had endometriosis, right? 
Tara, did you ever have endometriosis? You say, yeah, I did. Right? Did you, especially if you had a brain tumor. I have a friend who had a brain tumor. When you, you know, she talks about it. And when you say, if somebody says, you had a brain tumor? She's like, you know, it's not like she's going around saying, I had a brain, hello, I'm, uh, you know, I had a brain tumor. But if it comes up, you're like, yeah, I had a brain tumor. It's like one of the most significant things that happened in in my life to battle a brain tumor. I mean, even saying that is scary. So it, you would you would feel that. Did you have a brain tumor? Well, why are we just finding out about this brain tumor now? Did you have a brain tumor? That was the brain going, uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's talking about the brain tumor. What should I say? What should I say? Should I stick to the lie? Stick to the lie. Should I come clean? Should I say? What are I, I shouldn't. Should I deflect? Did Joe Biden have a brain tumor? Did Corn Pop have a brain tumor? What should I do? Fucker. Did you have a brain tumor? When? In between the the knee replacements and the Brazilian gay pride parade where you dressed up in drag? Or when? Or when you were on Hannah Montana? Is that what stopped your career on Hannah Montana? Or the Spider-Man? Where it came from, I'm looking at uh, loans that were made to the campaign by you, uh, but it's unclear if it's actually your funds or someone else's. $750,000, I'm telling you, it's mine from my own I business. Here we go. The money was all legitimate money obtained. Bullshit. Oh, well, well, just take your word for it. You can attest? You f fingers swear, pinky swear? Cross your heart and hope to die? with my company and I your company that was incorporated the year you started running for this fucking sham sham phony baloney job of yours distributed my dividends here we go and loaned it to the campaign I was all in on this this wasn't I had my oh yeah on this this and this isn't a I didn't I I would have killed a thousand dogs to fund my campaign power this is about getting stuff done having somebody like me come and represent other people like you oh yeah we're all so inspired by you and your tumors and your battling covid you're like oh ain't no biggie ain't no biggie i got a i got a tumor and covid don't shake it off what are you doing million people dead shake it off rise up out of your graves did you die from COVID? Yes, I, I did, but I came back and I went to the other side and Jesus told me I had to run for Congress and I'm not backing down. He was like, do not ever stop fighting. Do what you got to do, girl, girlfriend. High five, Katara. Let's go. We will win. We'll win. Uh, all I want you to do is uh, do whatever. Uh, wear those AR-15 pins. Do what you got to do. Say whatever. Because that's what I taught you as Jesus. 
who are just like me. Simple just like you. Look, oh, this is the only true th thing he said. This is what you see. You hear what it, he slipped out. Wait, sorry. On this, this wasn't I had my heart and soul on this. This and this isn't about power. This is about getting stuff done. Right. Having somebody like me come and represent other people who are just like me. Simple minded folks who come from absolutely nothing. And Simple minded. That's why one simp. Well, that's he's got that down the simple-minded he's got the vote of this the simple-minded base simple-minded people like me does he even know what simple-minded means he would know that if he went to college Romney told me I didn't belong here. I this is I've been told the last time that somebody has told me I didn't belong. Yes. I, I've been told my whole life like when I stole checks from my mother's employer, my mother said, "You know what? You don't belong here cuz you're a fucking crook. And you're going to get my ass fired." So I've been told my whole life, but I kept going back. To my mother's employers, when my mother wasn't looking, I took her keys out of her purse because she she went to different people's houses. And I was told my whole life that I wasn't allowed. But I said, fuck that. I am going to be where I'm not wanted anyway because I'm a thief and a crook. I don't listen. I, you know, I've been told this my whole life. What does Mitt Romney know? I bet you Mitt Romney has never stole a check. I, is Mitt Romney wanted in Brazil? I've been told my whole life being wanted in Brazil was going to affect my future. Not in the United States Congress, in the Republican Party 2024, Trump 2024 to stay and to be represented and be heard and that's exactly what i'm going to continue fought to stay and be represented and be heard by simple-minded folks no matter how many people come after me uh, so you're such strong. a fighter as far as as far as the finances as you can imagine and appreciate it is an ongoing uh, inquiry oh yes that's a very convenient fallback it's a an ongoing investigation what about the hunt the 199 point 99 cent uh you know however many this is just kind of coincidental that everything you bought was 199 dollars and 99 cents it's just kind of weird i was told my whole life that i couldn't rack up page upon page of 199 dollars and 99 cent charges and there they are look at that and I stand strong, and I have no. You're no strong. Doubt in my mind, they all were attained. All my funds were attained through legitimate. Reason. You have no doubt in your mind that all your funds. Oh, is that the way you put it? I have no doubt in my mind. All my funds were obtained through legitimate means. Channels, and I have no no fear to say sure. that I will. Oh well, well that that should get the FBI off the case. The FBI, I'm sure, once they see this interview, just send them this interview. I'm, they'll be like, oh, well, he said he's got no doubt in his mind. With that. Yeah, um... sure. Hmm. I see the way, uh, you know, why you purse your mouth like that.
for full effect. I, I would love it if you could be a bit more specific, though. You're kind of talking a little bit vaguely. Uh, mm, you know, for these you're loans, a little you know, bit collateral. crafty. In the past, you've said, okay, it didn't come from Russia. It didn't come from China. Uh, you say legitimately, that's a lot of money. It's a lot it of It didn't appear lying. that you had jobs that would provide that kind of income where you can no. make these kinds of loans. So I would love it if you could be a bit more specific because these are, these are real sizable. Yeah, where'd you get the money? He's saying he got this from this Devolder capital introduction. What the fuck is that? Oh, and, um, you know, uh, capital introduction, and he's... That's all he keeps saying. You know, uh, that's where I get my money, capital introduction. Is that from your job at DirecTV? When you were working at the call center at DirecTV? Or your other job at the Ponzi scheme. Is that where you did the capital introduction? Figures. Of course, Greg. The Volder Organizations was founded in 2001 when I stepped away from my previous employment. And I decided to go on my own to do exactly what I have did for other companies. For okay, capital you guys. Introduction, relationship management. Capital introduction. So in high net. You, okay, you probably way ahead of me here. The Volder Group was founded in 2001 when I stepped away from my previous employment and decided to do for myself what I had done for, you know, uh, big wig, big wig corporations like Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Even though this Devolder group was, like I said, it was only incorporated, let, let's see, Devolder group incorporated. It was only, he only um, did that in the past couple of years in reality. Yeah. But the other thing is, he said in 2001, he stepped away and decided to do this, what he was making. He was making other people rich. You know, he was sick of that as a person, as a wonderkind. Because in 2001, George Santos was 13 fucking years old. And I meant to, and I meant 13 fucking years because every year is a waste of human DNA for him. So I don't understand how he doesn't think that we know how to count. Is he, is he a vampire or something? Is he, what, what is he was, is he, I mean, if he was some kind of prodigy, at 13 and started a group and started working with Citigroup. You think Citigroup would hire a 13 year old? I mean, is he little man Tate of finance? He's such a wonderkind of finance that he had to squat in his sister's apartment while she wasn't paying rent. He, he's such a great businessman at 13 at the age of the young, he didn't even, wasn't old enough to drink. I'm sure in between masturbation sessions as a 13-year-old boy, he was doing capital introduction and with high net individuals. I had, no one ever heard of him, though. Wouldn't that, it would have been like uh, the Jonathan Crone 
Don't you think Republicans would be impressed with that? I mean, they're very impressed with grifters who come up with scams to separate people from their money, and no, no matter how they do it. He thinks we're all assholes. And, oh, uh, why don't, it's just the media. Why don't everybody stop? Well, they're so obsessed with me. Because you keep lying. And your your lies are, you're like Trump. They're whoppers. Non-stop whoppers. He obtained his funding through legitimate reasons and channels. The DeVolder organization was founded in 2001 when I stepped away from my previous employment. Did you get, did your parents have to sign a, some kind of permission slip for you to work when you were 13? Because you got to get working papers if you're below the age of 16. I don't know. Do you still do that? Because there's child labor laws. And I decided to go out on my own to do exactly what I did for other companies for the years, for years, which is for years. How many years? When did you start working for other companies? When you were nine, 10? Capital introduction and relationship management of high net worth individuals. So high net worth individuals hired a 13 year old to to be the 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 middleman to introduce two high net individuals and bring them together so they could all invest in a lot of scams. What according to biographical directory of the U.S. Congress, Santos was born in the year. 1988 that means santos would have been 12 or 13 when he claims to have founded the devolder organization and of course like i said it was 2021 when the con man incorporated the devolder organization not 2001 in 2001, he wasn't doing anything. He was probably dressing in drag secretly and masturbating. That was he, That's what he was doing as a 13-year-old boy. And I started making money on my own. I Look, I had a, a couple of years of experience <laughs> I wanna, I just can't take in the financial, it. In the financial world of, of New York City. And right. Like, Terry Taylor on the chat. He's 34. He looks 44. He really does. I saw this picture of they all look older than they are because they are filled with hate and uh so where was this i wish i should i should have grabbed it um there was a picture of stephen miller and it, he was next to hakeem jeffries you know not standing next to him, but they were two different pictures that somebody put side by side and and the caption read, Stephen Miller is 34. Hakeem Jeffries, oh, I found it. Just show this. Oh, man, someone, oh, they blocked me. Look at that shit. Someone blocked me. 
I must have said something salty to them. I don't know. Let me see. No, I was. I mean, there. It was. It's a. Wasn't a bad thing. Hmm. Anyway, it was a picture of Hakeem, Je and it said Stephen Miller is thirty-four, and Hakeem Jeffries is fifty-four. And they look. It looks. They look not like. Look. Okay. We'll just look at it from. From here, look, Hakeem Jeffrey. This is present day. Here it is. Stephen Miller. Oh, no, 37. Hakeem Jeffries, 52. Look at Stephen Miller. You see? They are, it's, you know, it's rot. Their souls are rotten. So... The fish rots from the head down. The soul rots from the the soul out. I don't know. <laughs> Their souls are rotten. Well, it affects you when you're a rotten person. And thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And thank you, Elise, for your super chat. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat. When will Republic Clowns ever going to quit losing touch with reality? That would be the first of never. That's for sure. To garner relationships throughout that process. And what I did was I was really cashing in all my chips on my name and mm. trying to start a company. And I, At I, the I age of 13. Started. I, I oh, garnered yeah. contracts and I just went forward with it. Right. And as I of course, yielding, as you do. Of, of my work, I started distributing my, my own dividends to myself and, give, and donate, um, Makes sense. loaning it to the campaign. Oh. All right, what do we think so far? Uh, Coming up next, we ask him about Pedro. If I am this horrible person that uh, deceded and hurt all these people throughout all these years and, and did all these acts of crime, why did not one single one of them who have all come out of the woodworks from different walks of life not gone to the police, filed a police report and sued me or taken me they to did. if I were this criminal? They did. You're, you have an open case in Brazil. Instead, I invite. And all right, so I know we're running out of time. I I really I went I used the whole show on this guy, but um, there's other things coming. Why did people not file charges? They did. There are charges. George Santos was charged with writing fifteen thousand dollars in bad checks for puppies, but the theft charge was dropped after he said his checkbook was stolen. George Santos' claims about his past charity work with rescue pets have come under increased scrutiny this week with more and more people accusing him of keeping thousands of dollars meant for animals. So, including uh, from Business Insider, it says, more people are questioning George Santos' claim that he rescued 2,400 animals and are accusing him of pocketing thousands of dollars meant for pets. So the, the veteran with the service dog that he killed is not, you know, he's not the only one. More and more people, this is from Business Insider, says more people are coming forward to question whether George Santos really helped rescue animals. New York Times sp spoke to several people who worked with Santos on a charity called Friends of Pets United, which he claims he founded. 
The Times source said that they think Santos saved far fewer animals than he claimed. Oh, you think? They said they either never got their money from the Santos-run fundraisers or were given far lower the amount of cash than they that they were promised. That's a Trump move right out of the Trump playbook. Promise the moon and deliver nothing. Andro, Andrea DeSanto, Dos Santos, oh, geez, that's unfortunate. A veterinary technician told the Times that in 2017, Santos offered to help her raise funds for her farm in New Jersey. Dos Santos said she worked with Santos to sell $50 tickets to a barbecue with live music and drinks. The proceeds from the event, Dos Santos said, were meant to go to building a new shelter for abandoned pets. Dos Santos said that they raised $2,165, but she never received a penny from Santos, who handled the funds. She told the time she found it hard to contact Santos after the fundraiser. It was excuse after excuse after excuse, she said. Regina Spadavicia, who runs a Bronx pet rescue called Adora Bully Paws and Claws, told the Times that she accepted Santos's offer to help her raise funds in March 2017. They held a... Sant, it says Spadavicia and Santos held a $5 raffle on Facebook for a dinner cruise and Broadway tickets, appealing for the funds for the dogs in Spadavicia's care. Spadavicia told Santos, uh, excuse me, she said Santos sent her $400 instead of the thousands of dollars that were promised. If you're doing fundraising in my name and you're claiming you can make a couple of thousand and then you send me 400, something is off. You're either boasting about stuff that you didn't do or keeping the money. Meanwhile, Monica Kunha, one of Santos's acquaintances on Facebook, told the Times that Santos claimed that he would take in dogs whose owner couldn't care for them, but Kunha said that Santos rarely posted about dogs or adoption processes. According to the Washington Post, Santos in 2020 claimed that his campaign uh, can't, claimed on his campaign website that he founded a nonprofit, a 5013C called Friends of Pets United. And bullshit, of course, there is no such 5013C. A December 19th investigation said that the there is no registered animal rescue of that name in New York. FBI in January kicked off an investigation into whether Santos took more than $3,000 from a GoFundMe fundraiser meant for a military veteran service dog. Santos denied scamming the veteran, uh, Rick Ossoff, uh, Rich, uh, of funds that go from, from the GoFundMe page. He said he was shocked. Santos admitted to lying about various elements. Okay, we, we know that. More will be revealed. He's a dirtbag. So uh, the, from the, for the other dogs, the congressman was charged with theft in Pennsylvania in 2017 and accused of writing thousands of dollars in bad checks that had notes on them like puppies. 
in the memo line. Puppies. Tiffany Bogosian, a New York attorney who attended junior high with Santos, told the outlet that she helped him deal with charge after they reconnected. Santos made fi- made out $15,125 in checks to dog breeders in an Amish area of the state. Days later, a pet store in Staten Island, Pet Oasis, held an adoption event in conjunction with Friends of Pet U- Pets United. Oh, well, God help people, you know, who happen to run into the con man. You're just going about your life, trying to have a rescue trying to hold fundraisers and shit and then here comes george santos oh i can help and then he and then he's he he's like uh cancun cruise he f's off to cancun so santos asks bogosian for help addressing the theft charges telling her that his checkbook was stolen so he had to call the bank to cancel the checks before they were cashed causing the checks to bounce. In November of 2017, checks which were obtained by Political have the name George A. Santos on them, but no address or no contact information. The lines say puppies or puppy. Bogosian, an insider, said she did not think Santos was the most trustworthy person due to what he was like when they were younger. He would always lie about stupid things, she said. Still, she decided to help him because of their past and because of the story. The story had piqued her interest, and now she no longer believes that his story about the checkbooks being stolen. Yeah, well, what do you think? The theft by deception charge was dropped and was expunged from Santos's record in 2021. The reason for the charge being expunged was not given. The representative for Santos and New York County didn't immediately respond to the uh, request for comment. Bogosian has previously come forward with questionable behavior by Santos, telling the Washington Post that Santos had tried to get her client to invest in Harbor City Capital, a firm he worked at which was described by the SEC as a Ponzi scheme. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, it's going to be sweet when they take him away, isn't it? In handcuffs. It's going to be good. Holy moly. I'm very sorry that I... I I don't know. Didn't do more stories tonight. But that's why you got to keep coming back. Because we do, you know, more more shows, more time together. But before we go, we only have like six minutes. So one other thing. Um, in the file, this in the Republicans are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, they had a briefing about the balloon, the Chinese balloon. Apparently, so the Republicans don't know how to act. So this is from the Independent of the UK. Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene reportedly screamed and cursed at a Biden administration official during a closed-door briefing for not shooting the Chinese spy balloon down earlier. 
Miss Green seemed proud of herself when recounting the meeting. I had to wait in line the whole time. I was, I think, the second to last person, and I chewed them out like the American people would have. I tore them to pieces, she said, which means it was a spectacle. Somebody, why didn't they record it? House lawmakers were asked to attend a classified briefing on Thursday regarding the shooting down of the alleged Chinese spy balloon. One lawmaker who attended the meeting spoke to the Hill and said Miss Green was ranting and screaming. When she got up to ask questions, she was yelling and saying bullshit and you know I don't believe you. Just screaming and yelling and irrational. Mr. Biden had said he wanted to shoot the balloon down earlier, but the military, but his military advisors warned, warned that doing so could bring debris crashing down on homes, businesses, and other structures. They reportedly told him to wait until the balloon was over water so they could blow it out of the sky. Miss Green apparently has no qualms with the possible fallout of, a sh of shooting down the balloon. She insisted it should have been destroyed earlier because it made him look weak. No, bitch, you're weak. Weak as fuck. You're weak. Not only you look weak, you sound weak. What a piece of shit. Um, and the, because the other thing is the selective outrage of the Republicans that the we know now we know that no fewer than three chinese spy balloons right f flew over the united states during trump's whatever that was let's see spy balloon i had it but now i can't find it yes and um not only did they have a good old time going from sea to shining sea. These spy, spy balloons. They uh, also went undetected by the con man and his administration. Well, he was probably too busy calling somebody a fat pig on Twitter or spreading lies and fomenting violence against Democrats. So from... The BBC, they say, uh, Trump-era Chinese spy balloons went undetected. At least three suspected Chinese spy balloons flew over the United States undetected during Donald Trump's presidency. The U.S. did not detect the balloons at the time, said General Glenn Van Herc, citing a domain awareness gap. They may have initially been classified as UFOs. The U.S. has since classified them as surveillance balloons based on additional intelligence. A Pentagon official responsible for the U.S. airspace defense, and this is the same con man that came up with the Space Force, right? Remember when they, they had Space Force and he was like, wow, that's cool, and they ran around with a flag? Well, uh, that's, isn't that something that the Space Force was supposed to do? The balloon incident strained U.S.-China relations. Blah 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 blah. The U.S. Navy is still working to recover the debris of the spy balloon. Well, at least they can recover it and analyze it. 
And because they knew it was there, they were able to take countermeasures. So the Chinese couldn't, you know, I know because Perjury Trade Agreement was out there saying they're flying over our military bases and they're seeing all our, our food production. Who cares? They see that already, you stupid bitch. They got satellites. What a dumb bitch. But she had no no problem with the three undetected spy balloons from the con man. But, you know, selective outrage. That's the Republican Party. Guys, thank you for hanging out tonight. Thank you for getting me through this, the last days of the American Republic. But we will win. We will win. Because we're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, and democracy. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Check out APS Radio News, Tara Buster Sponsors. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you soon. And thank you, Elaine, for your super chat. All right. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out tonight, everybody. And sorry I did the whole show on George Santos. Sometimes that happens. This is a tarot buster. <laughs> right. All right. I thank you, Winston. Winston says, great show, Tara. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. I'm going to wrap it up because I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices. And if you can, you know, you got the marching orders. Become a patron. Give the show a good review. Tell your friends. Keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. And we will we will have a show during the week. And, yeah, God knows what will happen. Hopefully, George Santos will be arrested. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it, I go back and forth. Is it better to keep him there so he, he truly stains the Republican Party? That the stain isn't, won't easily be washed out? Or, uh, I mean, every day he's there is an insult to America. So, we'll see. All right, my friends. Look at Tara Jr. Jr. sleeping. And I got to go hang out with little honey. Keep petting little honey. And there you go. Thank you, Kathy, for increasing your patronage earlier today. Thank you so much, Kathy. If if people want a mug, oh, it's, I don't have it on me, but um, you know you got to, if you're a patron and you would like a mug, I got to fix the patron page. I know that. It's, all, it's old. It's annoying. It's got bullshit gifts on it. But if you are... Want, if you want a mug, if you support the show and you want a Tarabuster mug, um, you got to send me an email at, at uh, tarabustermedia at gmail.com. And I will, yeah, with your name and address. And I'll send you a mug. All right. All right, guys, 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 thank you so much. Uh, nice to see you, Trucker. Nice to see you there. Trucker John also has a show. Subscribe to Trucker John's show. Because we will win. And, yeah. I'll give Honey a nice little scratch. 
for you guys because I don't think I can kiss honey yet. But anyway, what the hell is going on? Did they update Ecamm in the middle of the show again? All right, guys. Thank you so much, and I will see you during the week. Ah, I did that again. Hit the wrong button. I did it again. All right. See you later.